I saw something today that made me the craziest I've been in a very long time. <laughs> so angry, so quick. Oh, like mad crazy. Oh, angry. <laughs> The word was mompreneur. So they've taken no mom and entrepreneur. Oh, and then mashed it, smashed it together. Smash. As far as I'm aware, they can't just makes TikTok. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> she came up on like my, it was on Instagram, you know, the reels. Yeah, yeah. I was like flicking through. My favourite place. And it was like, the the thing that came up at the top was just like, things people ask me about my fangs. And I was like, my fangs? Your fangs? Is that like what are you talking about? Fancy Gen Z word for foot? No, she's teeth. talking about her. No. I was talking about actual teeth. I actual teeth. And it was that one, you know, the one that was like, Boom, like they're doing the macarena that shape ah. so she was like answering questions and like everyone was like uh are your teeth real obviously and uh, they were like how much did they cost didn't tell you that she was like can they break the skin yeah shape like that and i was like well, this is an interesting human being. Oh, I love those ones. See those ones when you're like on reels and they're so interesting enough to like click their profile. Yeah, she's not interesting. She was just strange. She had fangs. I was like, well, now I need to know your story. <laughs> and that was the first thing I saw was mompreneur. And I was like, get lost. I actually wrote down that word in my notes <laughs> to, just so I could start with it. Just so you could Because I was like, I need to get this out ASAP. I can't even... How'd you say it? Mompreneur. Mompreneur. I think, I think that's how she said it. Oh, I'll not be able to find her again, will I? Well, she wrote it down. No, I wrote the word down, but I wrote down something that made sense in my head. So she had actual, like, fangs for teeth. Aye. That's nuts, though. Is that like a... Is that like... I mean, were they, like, cosmetically done, or does she have actual fangs? Like, is that a They were cosmetically done, because one of the questions was, oh, how much did it cost to get them done? Oh. That, I'm not telling you. <laughs> like, I'm not telling you. All right. Uh, Missed that question out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just don't include that. Dumb. But it made me like straight up. I was just, I got home from the gym and I was like on the toilet. I was like flicking. <laughs> I was doing most of my thinking, most of my research <laughs> for the show. <laughs> it's like, who, what will I come across today? And there she was. Fucking Lady Fangs, whatever there fucking name was. She was just a walking down the street singing. Hello and welcome. Another episode of Dead End Friends podcast. So the <coughs> extended version. <laughs> it's the B side. <laughs> it's the remix. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weird dudes who don't know anything. Talk about everything. This week it's actually just the two of us. It is. Uh, we've had two episodes. Feels weird. It does feel weird. It's like we took a break. <clears throat> and we're back on. Yeah, we're back on it. And this is like um, we did I- couples therapy with blanket. <laughs> 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 Two very, very different therapists. Very different therapists. Very fucking different therapists. It's like good cop, bad cop, but just good <laughs> therapy, bad therapy. <laughs> like, go to this therapy if you actually want to learn something about yourself, about how you're wrong all the time, and then go to this therapy where you're going to leave with more questions about your morality. Probably more problems. <laughs> you know, like that uh, that grid that people used to do, it was like, oh, neutral good and like neutral chaotic and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sammy is neutral good. Yeah. And like, blanket is just... The bomb. bad chaotic. 
<laughs> he's just all over the place i hope you enjoyed those episodes because we enjoyed them yeah we had a lot of fun doing them um we'll definitely be bringing on some more people and expanding that out a wee bit more um definitely bringing in more insane people like blanket because it was just so entertaining like i felt like we just kind of sat back i didn't say much it no, was great it was just, I was like, just like right matthew <laughs> <laughs> on you go we pal. basically started this podcast to talk to each other more and now all we want to do is not talk to each other <laughs> just listen to other people <laughs> full yes, circle please continue this to is talk. done in three weeks yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, right remember to do all the subscribing do all the sharing and stuff follows on instagram at dead end friends podcast um we're still taking in some ideas for conspiracies and stuff we've still got people sending them in which is fucking great i love everyone sending stuff in i do read them i promise i do i don't whether or not we'll talk about them that's another question yeah if your ideas are whack we i'm are not not bringing them up i'm not doing any conspiracies this week i've read too many there's too many in my brain. I need to pick one and then stick to that one for yeah. like the next episode. So no conspiracies this week, but keep sending them in because I do actually. It's good to have them in the bank, you know, like yeah. just in case. I put them away for another day. Anyway, my name is Craig Jemison. And I'm Gary Gordon. I have feel like I don't know what to do. You're looking a bit cagey today. What's up with you? I don't know. You're just I, like... I don't know. Just a bit tired. <laughs> it's a Thursday, isn't it? We do this every Thursday. I know, but today's a Thursday. A pro- it is a proper Thursday. It is also the day after Gary's birthday, hence hence the decorations in the background. I'm 29 and I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I was really sad when I realised that like the day we were recording was the day after. And we couldn't, because I, like, I was like, could, if it was a, your birthday, we could have went like fucking blow I don't out. work on my birthday. Do you think I'm going to fucking do this shit? Oh, what? No. Next year will be next, your 30th. Next year will be my 30th. And that'll be on a Thursday. So if we still exist and we still record on a Thursday, you're for sure recording an episode on your 30th birthday. Oh, God. We'll do something mega. This will be a live suicide. This will be shite. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be you and I'm just going to be swinging from the back. <laughs> I please just ignore the backdrop this week. <laughs> it's interactive. Yeah, yeah. That mm. fucking sounds good to me, man. You just creeped into the last year of your 20s. Last year of my 20s. Just think of how much you've accomplished in your 20s. Absolutely none. <laughs> Nothing. So what have I accomplished? Came in, you came out of your 20s. You got the job in the hotel in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Like 2021? 20, mm-hmm. 2021. 2021. Yeah. Uh, this year and then you know you worked in the hotel and then became an actual barber yeah and now you work in a, a cool barber shop mm-hmm. you got more tattoos and then you started this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yep that's everyone else's checklist i'm sure well no you bought a house i bought a house that you, did buy, cool. you did buy a house you I went can, s- i can nearly drive yeah you can drive you just yeah. haven't Pass the test that says you're allowed to drive. I've got like six weeks until my fucking test. That's so fucking gross. Yeah, I need to move it. If I can get an earlier one, I will. My uncle is an examiner in Irvine. Probably take 20 quid just to pass me. <laughs> <laughs> probably is also a hun, so he probably would. <laughs> yes. One of my tribe. <laughs> the we are people. <laughs>
feel like there's such a, a nicer calming energy for this podcast today. Yes. I, this feel, is like, I feel a lot more kind of like level. This is like that After Dark episode we did. That one time we did an After Dark episode. Because we were like, oh, After Dark. Because it's like 9pm. <laughs> and then it's like, that's just the time we do it now. <laughs> like, I don't know how that happened. Oh yeah, because when we first started doing it, we did it in like the afternoon. Yeah, well, we because it. I wasn't working. <clears throat> and then yeah. I instantly went back to work three weeks after we started to. <laughs> and we were like, right, fuck, what do we do yeah, now? Now what? <laughs> Because so. we'd already decided that Tuesday was the day. Oh, did we, did we do it on a Tuesday? We recorded on a Tuesday? No, no, no. We recorded on a Thursday still. But it was we decided we were going to put it out on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I only get Mondays and Tuesdays off. Monday was too much work for you to do. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Dude, that was just the audio. I know. Now it's video as well. Okay. Don't know why I did that. Ridiculous. What a mistake. Absolute mistake. Too much work. Bye, that's it. Worked in a hotel, working in a barbershop, got some sick fucking tough stickers. <laughs> tat daddy. <laughs> Bought a gaff. Tat daddy. Didn't, didn't crash a car. Cool. Didn't crash the car. Well, your car did get panned in. Car did get panned in. That was unrelated. <laughs> yeah, you weren't. That was nothing it. I did. <laughs> it wasn't even anywhere no. near you at the time. No, it was. It was away. Bye, it's weird. Like, today is obviously like the first day mm-hmm. after my birth. That's a stupid thing to say. Obviously, it is. But I was like, today I was kind of, I didn't get a chance to stop, really. Mm-hmm. I ended up just doing stuff all day and, like, just fucking boring shit. Like, <laughs> went on a driving lesson, <laughs> went to the gym, I did housework. And, like, I didn't really get a chance to do anything. Yeah. Tomorrow, all I need to do is go into town and pick up a few bits and bobs for Shanna's birthday mm. which is the funniest thing in the entire world so obviously this is going to come out the day after her birthday yes um, all of the presents are in my house currently and every single present is hiding in plain sight <laughs> like they aren't even put away they're just out like how did she not notice I, I, I don't want to say she's stupid but Maybe. She's just not aware of her surroundings. Yeah, she, That's the nicest no. way to put it. <laughs> Do you know what the thing is? She's been in all of the spaces that the things are. Are you like sweating? So as she starts walking towards no, it, you're like... No, because I put them there on purpose. Like because she, I knew she wouldn't see them. She's just like, like fucking tunnel vision. <laughs> yeah, like, like, she's like, I, like you put like a fucking... Like a fucking new record player, like in the sink, being like, I do the dishes. <laughs> she's in the place of the old record player. <laughs> so no, she's not going to notice that. that. I put a box in the cupboard. Right. Like, a cupboard she goes into all the time. Yeah, because you only have one cupboard. No, no, no. We've got... In the fucking kitchen. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, in the kitchen cupboards. Fucking hunters are then. (laughs) But I put it in with the one with, like, the vegan Nutella and, like, the the rice cakes. Because that's been a new thing lately. It's just rice cakes. Rice cakes with Nutella? Yeah, it's fine. Ah, yeah. We we literally had that last night. It's so good. Hold on. See regular Nutella. Mm-hmm. Like I'll let you go back to your story. Regular Nutella isn't vegan. It's got milk in it. Has it? Yes. I thought it was literally just like ground up hazelnuts. <laughs> it's got milk in it. <laughs> anyway, we got some vegan stuff from Aldi. Shout out the boys in Aldi. Yeah. And um, it's just in the top shelf. <laughs> like that's not even bothered. There's <laughs> like. I got like like, <laughs> like candles and stuff. Yeah, like you know the usual stuff. You just fill up a present with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all just sat there. 
just she's no noise just <laughs> it's genuinely amazing but i think it's also like you also need to bear in mind that like as much as you you've, you've been there what like two and a half months yeah every time i go over there's a new box in your living room it's probably not that it's a new box it's just it moved from a different space <laughs> it's the same boxes <laughs> like you just let you're still kind of living out of boxes so well, she's probably box, just like no, oh, the only box. boxes that are in the living room are just full of records yeah. Which is where some of our presents are. It's amazing. <laughs> did, you just, did you buy a new record and then put it in with the other records? Uh, I have done... It hasn't arrived yet, but it's in with the other ones. And she, obviously she's not noticed. It's class. <laughs> Absolutely class. <laughs> I got the... Uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Like, soundtrack. Because it's sick. Is that the one that, like... It won, like, fucking mad awards and nobody Probably. saw the film? Yeah, is that that Clooney one with George that Clooney? Thing. Like yeah. George Clooney didn't actually sing it. I think it's a Coen Brothers film. I think you're right. It's really good. I've never seen it. It's Shannon's favourite film. Oh really? That and like Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. I've never seen that one. I've never seen either. So, But I've seen that one and it had a soundtrack so I bought that one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got a soundtrack that's actually good that I know she listens to on the reg. I so have I one like, soundtrack record. Yeah? And it is the 1990... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles soundtrack. Cool. Like, the movie. Is it, like, OST, or is it, like, got songs that you Oh, know? no, it's got bangers on it. I bet it does. It's got bangers. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, like, it's, it's the cusp of the 90s, so, like, trance hadn't quite come in. Trance mm. and rave hadn't quite come in no. yet. Everybody was still kind of reeling off of, like, the Purple Rain album. Because I'm sure Even that was, like, 88. Still. <laughs> Even so, still. Oh man, it's great. There's some proper. There is some stuff that's just like, it's just a bop because they like put it in like a scene with the fucking ninja guys and shit. Not the turtles, the other ones. What's the wee guys called? The Foot Clan. Like they just put it in because they're all like playing fucking pinball and shit. I love that film so much. I don't remember the last time I actually watched it. It's one of my favorite films. That doesn't surprise me about you. <coughs> I had it on VHS, and I'm pretty sure I burnt that VHS out. <laughs> I'm sure I warped the shit out of that thing. Yeah. That was a weird thing that could happen. Yeah. Here's a product. Watch it. Not too much. <laughs> Not too much. Don't use it too much and you will. Don't enjoy this thing that it. you paid your money for because it might break. I got that in a car boot sale. Uh, my primary school. I mean, this is back in the day. My primary school used to have like car boot sales in the, in the playground every so often. Mm-hmm. And somebody had it there and it was like fucking 20p or whatever. Wow. You know what I mean? I mean, this was in the 90s. Yeah. It came out in the 90s and it was in the 90s. I think I was like eight. Money was nothing in the 90s though. My mum gave me like two pound and I went home with like a fucking swag bag of shit. Wait. Do you know what I mean? In the 90s, you were eight. You're not born in 1993, so it was 2001. Whatever. Wait, does that math even make sense? Yes. Whew. Blanket's not here to check I'm for us. <laughs> the human calculator's not here for us this week. But yeah, so it's just like fucking that between that what was the other what was that? There was one other fucking VHS that I watched the shit out of. I think it was Aladdin. Oh shit, I know I said I wasn't gonna bring up any conspiracy theories, right? But this isn't really a conspiracy theory. This is a a theory about Aladdin, right? Okay. So what if I told you that Aladdin had the Infinity Gauntlet before Thanos ever knew what it was. I would come back to you and say, I've never seen Aladdin. So <laughs> straight up, you don't need to see it because it was actually in the TV show. 
So Aladdin the film came out. And it, was it was a like, TV show? Yeah. So Aladdin the film came out and it was popping. I, loved, I know the song. I loved that film. That was the other one. World. Ah, that I I fast forwarded that one. That one was fucking horse shit. See the one before. I think I sang that when I was at school. Of course you did. I, I had to. Uh-huh. Were you Jasmine or were you Aladdin? I was Aladdin. I was the fucking. Yeah, Aladdin. fucking lad, lad in Jasmine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's like 13 in that film. That's not a thing we can say. I was 13 at the time. Fuck it, as was. <laughs> exactly. All good. You're all good, man. <laughs> I was the same. Oh, Aladdin had the Infinity Gauntlet. Right, so Aladdin the film, dope. I loved it. Because it was popping, they did like a TV show. Mm-hmm. It was did still have, the car. It was still the cartoon. Did it have the big man in it? No, I didn't. I don't think it had any of the original cast. So no, Robin, Robin Williams. Nah, no Robin Williams. Why are you watching it? <clears throat> Nothing else to do. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was finished. <laughs> Aladdin <laughs> just happened to also be on. <laughs> so there is an episode of the Aladdin TV show uh-huh. where Aladdin finds. A glove-like apparatus, which is honestly fucking identical to the Infinity Gauntlet. Let me get it up and I'll show you. And even when he uses it, he uses... There's one bit in it where he uses, like, a kind of, like... He's shooting something out of it, which kind of looks like something that Thanos does with the Mind Stone. Where he, like, kind of blasts fucking shit at people. And there's another... He can use it to warp reality. Like the reality stone. So Aladdin had the fucking Infinity Gauntlet before Thanos did. And Marvel is owned by Disney. Bro. <laughs> is it wait, is Aladdin Thanos? Maybe, Maybe Aladdin is like a Thanos variant? If you're going by like Loki? Maybe Aladdin is Thanos in another fucking dimension. That means Jafar is Iron Man. <laughs> Show me the fucking photograph, please. Before right, I humour this anymore. Aladdin. I'm actually just going to have to write Infinity Gauntlet. Because <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Surely someone else has spoke about it. If you are dumb enough to fucking talk about it, he, Excuse someone me. else has done it. Bro, you tell me that is not the Infinity Gauntlet. <sighs> okay, maybe that. Maybe Bro. Yo, Bro. Yeah, it kind of is. It's the, no. Not kinda. It's the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. Look! Aladdin and Thanos. Take that to the bank. Take it to the bank. Cash in, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So that's what I've been thinking about this week. How wow. Aladdin was... Why, we'll... why was I talking about Aladdin? It's probably VHS. That was another one that I'm pretty sure I burnt out. I loved that fucking The only VHS I, I watched there was two, again, obviously. It's a magic number. Mm-hmm. It's not. Three years. Um, there was also a third. <clears throat> well, there was only two for me. <laughs> so, no, there wasn't. There was three. Oh, there was a, there was a Grease. I fucking of course. Loved Grease. I have never seen it. What? No. I used to watch it every night. Well, like go to sleep? Yeah. And then the nights I didn't watch that, I had a Looney Tunes uh, VHS. It was a uh, Duck Rogers. Yes, it was sick. I uh, fucking love Duck Rogers. And then the last one I watched was always Hercules, like the the cartoon, cartoon. Hercules. Yeah, yeah, because it was 
amazing. Yeah, I remember yeah, watching. I, I watched that a couple of times when I was a kid. A couple of times, I watched it all the times. <laughs> all, all times. All, all the times. times. Yeah, my other one was the Iron Giant. Mm, never seen it. Oh, Sounds sad. It's so good. Just like Vin Diesel is Groot, but as a big giant. It's the same film in it. The same thing. Same character. Yep. Jennifer oh. Aniston's the mum in it. I mean, it's a cartoon, but... Not interested, then. It's no interest. Nah, our voice is there. Come. <laughs> when you're a kid, you're like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> and that's why I like fucking... What's her face? Megara from uh, Hercules. Oh, right. Because she sounds like she smoked 40 fags a day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a hero. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it was she said. <laughs> I don't know, bro. You're the one that watched it fucking every day. Die when I was away. Twenty nine now. We spoke about this. <laughs> like twenty. Oh, it's like twenty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's so shy. Mm. Twenty years ago. You know what the hit song was twenty years ago? I just can't get you out of my head. That song's twenty years old. I fucking love that song. Gross. Yeah, me too. Do you know what was number one when you were born? No. I don't actually. Mine's was Aki Breaky Heart. Oh, that is a fucking and good one. I, 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 every time I've looked it up, I think Aki Breaky Heart was number one in America. And then here it was Ace of Base. Can't remember the name of the Ace song. Ace of Base? Yeah, yeah. You would, right. What do you search? Number one Number song. one. Number one song in September 1992. 92. Let's see what comes up for me. Oh, bro. Mine is a fucking banger. Yeah? Yep. Man, it was there for weeks. This is a different thing again. <laughs> <laughs> they need to... Stop messing with me. Or the UK. Oh wait, maybe. Oh no, oh, this is no. this is this is uh, this is the indie chart. Get away with that. The indie chart. The indie chart. The indie yeah, indie no. <laughs> it was Ebenezer Good by the Shaman. He's a good. He's a good. E e he's a good. He just wanted to say he's a good on the tel- on the radio like, as an ecstasy is good. Oh. So he <laughs> Eben E's are good. Ebenezer Good. Hilarious. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Uh, mine yeah, that's was, the indie chart. Mine was I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Ooh, that's that is a good, good one. one. That is a good one. Uh, is this America? Oh my God. Because it's saying it's Boys to Men. <gasps> what song though? Uh, it says... Boys to Men, ABC, DVD. Oh, no, it's gone away. Right. Uh, End of the Road. I don't know that one. I don't know either. What's the one? Uh, what's the fucking? There's that one Boys to Men song that I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one that the guys that saw with Sunny sing. Oh, they do like a fucking acapella. I mean, like they do Boys to Men as the gang, or the gang as Boys to Men. What's the fucking song again? Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. <laughs> I don't know, man. That song. That song does bang, even without the gang. Right, hold on. I need to find out what it is now. I'm getting so wound up about this. Like it's, it's not that hard. It's saying Ebenezer good. 
I've been to like a million different websites already. When's your birthday? September 1992. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> 29 years ago, yesterday. Right, I found a website that seems pretty simple to do. Well, they all, it's saying the shaman. So, both the things I said apparently were wrong, which means my parents have lied to me. Is it Rhythm as a Dancer? By Snap. No, because that was a week before. Went to number one in the UK on August 8th, 1982 for six weeks. That covers your birthday, right? No. <laughs> August is like a five-week month. I'm not going to actually go and look, but nah, it definitely does. <laughs> Research. <laughs> it's why I don't fact check because it takes too much time. Nah, surely that's that is number one song on September on September sixteenth, which is today. So yesterday would have been the fucking same. And it was rhythm as a dancer. Hmm. By Snap. Every website's telling me something different. But that says UK number one song on September sixteenth, nineteen ninety two was Rhythm as a Dancer by Snap. I'm gonna take your word for it, man. Bro, it's not my word. It's the word of this thing. It's look, it's your word. I'll take your word for it. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> but anyway, I uh, worked in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've done with my life. I wish I'd done something fun. You know, what? like, I don't know, like, anything. Literally anything. Well, you look, look back in the last nine years. Right. Let's, let's go on it. Remember, we used to do this. We used to talk about, like, serious shit on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so let's do this. You look back on the, the last nine years of your life. So when you crept in at 20, you're like, oh, fuck, my teen's over. And now you're about to creep out of your, even 20s. your 20s. <laughs> you're you look... trying to talk about serious things? You're trying to make me cry? <laughs> about both. So you look back on the last nine years uh-huh. of your life on this earth. Mm-hmm. What are five things that you can say? I am proud of that. <laughs> Take your time. We've got another hour. The next five things I've done in the last nine years. <laughs> the thing is, though, is they don't need to be massive. It's the thing that you need to remember about your life is not everything needs to be a big thing. Like, That's one true. big thing to another person isn't necessarily big to you. That's so true. in your head, you could be like, I'm so fucking proud of that. And then somebody else will look at it and just be a bit like, Dork. But what did you do? You cleaned your car. Yeah. Well... I started my career. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool thing. Like yeah. 2014, I decided that, well, I got into college and I went and did all that. Yeah. That's a pretty big thing, right? Yeah. Because it's something that you're good at. It is. Something I'm alright at. Nah, you're good People at People think I'm better than I am. I'm okay with that. I'll take money off people for it. Stop putting yourself down, man. I don't like I'm it. not putting myself down. I'm just, I know that I can be better at it. Did you get socks to fight you? Or you folded those down? Uh, nah, they're folded down. <laughs> <laughs> you tricked me. You straight See? up tricked me. Like, I, got, I, just, I got good at it. It looks the part. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no. I am, I am good at it. I enjoy my job. But half of my job, more than half of my job is customer service. Yeah. I've worked with people forever. Yeah. So like that's fine. The, the, maybe the, that's the thing that you can look at though. Like that's the thing that you know you're really good at. Yeah, like I you, am. you can trim people up and you can make them look good, but then they're also going to leave satisfied with not only their cut, but they're going to be less satisfied with 
the service that they yeah receive from you as a person it's a super dorky way of looking at it but like i've always said that i work in like the feel-good industry because i do make people feel good you know and making someone feel good isn't always a nice haircut sometimes it's just listening yeah sometimes it's having a laugh yeah sometimes it's saying something stupid that they go away thinking about like and i think that's a really important part of of my job um because yeah my job is to make people like less hairy than when they came in <laughs> yeah which is a weird it's a weird job it's a weird concept yeah people pay me money to take hair off their body yeah. strange <laughs> like that's so strange <laughs> but it's also been a thing for hundreds of years <laughs> oh it's one of the oldest industries in the entire world there there's more there's more tombs in ancient Egypt for hairdressers than there is high priests damn we were regarded as like high up it's like you even go back to like the, the, the Greeks and the Romans I know it's all the same sort of time but like they were doing stuff with their hair they were like they were permanent you know, they used twigs and honey. Really? Yeah, yeah, just to kind of get that curl in, keep it in Did there. you learn this shit in college? No, I got really nerdy about really my dorky. job. <laughs> and I learned little bits about it because it's because it is really interesting. It's, it's been around literally for all of civilization. Yeah. All of civilization has needed, at some point, some sort of preening. It's like know? two things that you know for certain for the rest of this life. There's going to be two fucking jobs going. There's mm-hmm. going to be barbers and there's going to be fucking undertakers. Because that people need a, their hair cut and people are going to die. That was another thing I almost got into. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't be your pal if you were dealing with dead bodies. So my dad's like, my dad's like best mate, Big Murph. He used to be a, an undertaker. Mm-hmm. Working an undertaker's. And I'd always, it was always in like the main road in Bridgeton. And I'd go in, like Considines it was called. Right. I'd go in and I'd play in the cupboards. It was just coffins <laughs> like just coffins it's like standing on it <laughs> i'd go in like play in the cupboards <laughs> and like they would always <laughs> so you're just, you're telling me you would go out of this place i was would, an actual child though you need you to remember would, this and you would go and play hide and seek in the cupboards yes but the cupboards were in fact coffins yes <laughs> yes they were coffins <laughs> But it was. It, <laughs> I didn't know any better. I was a fucking child. But like they would just, they would stand, <laughs> and they would, they'd stand like this, their thumbs. Like, what the deep bodies in the coffins? No, <laughs> the Undertaker's naked. <laughs> <laughs> like they would stand, and I'd like stand next to them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you play yeah, the part. Yeah, I'd play the part. Yeah. And I, I think the guy's name was William, Willie, Bully. And he was like, oh, there's always a job for you when you grow up, kind of thing. <laughs> and then I did seriously consider not working in his place because, ironically, not ironically, maybe ironically, died. Like like a regular human being. Like a regular human being. <laughs> he yeah. died. Yeah, no, Undertakers live forever. <laughs> <laughs> Only one it's, time. Part of the, it's part of the contract. <laughs> You'd now have to live forever. Ah, oh, God damn it. Um, but I, I considered it because... I was going to be in a job, you know. It's always going to be money. It's pretty evergreen. <laughs> like, well, like, the bodies do eventually turn green, yes. Yes, eventually. <laughs> so it, it'd have been fine. I think I could deal with it. I think. Mm. I think. I think everybody can from the outside. 
And then you go in and then you need to like embalm a body. I've seen a couple of dead bodies though, so I'm like, what? That you know, being like an open like casket or open. Ah, like, like family members. That were they're dead. Still family members, man. I think men just like random bodies. <laughs> it's like all those people I chopped up. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's a difference between like a random dead body and like your fam, like a no, family member's got... body. Because you look at your family member's body and be like, oh, the memories. But at the same time, that was a person. Is it still a dead body? Like they don't look the same. Yeah, it's still gross. You know, like, like I think I've only ever seen. Have I actually seen one? See, now I think about it. My family aren't Catholic. That's a Catholic thing, isn't it? My family aren't Catholic either. You went to Catholic schools. Yeah, don't mean I'm Catholic. They were closest. Is that not? Is that not a Catholic thing? Closest to my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no, it's just a thing you can ask for. Have I seen a fucking body? I phone my mum. Mum will know. Like, mum, mum, please, mum, please, tell me. Have I seen a body? <laughs> That's dead. You, I'm sure you've seen a body. Have I? Maybe. But, aye, so that was the other thing I was going to get into. But I didn't, because... <laughs> Undertaker? Hairdresser. <laughs> Practically the same job. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you have to cut the hair. <laughs> Do you think all Undertakers need to be like trained here, trained barbers? Nah, because it's just like no, it's a no hack getting, job. Yeah, they're not getting any complaints. Let's <laughs> face <laughs> it's fine. Like then, like there's no deed bodies walking in, but all right, man, can I get a skin fit this week? <laughs> <laughs> Short back and say, "Fresh till death." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, sorry, big man, sorry. No, um, yeah. So I started my career. That's mm-hmm. one thing I've done in my life. I won't ask for your entire life. Well, my twenties. Um let's remember you've only turned twenty nine. You still have another year to go. Until you're no longer in your twenties. Yeah, but we're asking about things that I've done in my twenties. I'm not gonna do anything this year. Like maybe pass my test. Right. Right. So that's one. You got another four to go, excuse me. Another four to go. We released music on vinyl. We did. I, I was in my twenties. I've got three of them over there. I think I've got one. I've got one in a test pressing. Have you got one of the tests? Aye, I've still got my test pressing. I don't know where that. I, I don't know what happened to me. I really don't. Um, so that's two things. Cause that's cool. That's, I, yeah. I, it was always like the pinnacle. Like I was like, like when when the resurgence of vinyl came back around, I was like, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to have that. Like, yeah, just to like hold on to. Yeah. Like, I, I hold that quite close as well. See, because I did, like, all the artwork and stuff for it as well. Yeah. Like, I spent fucking so much time doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like, remember I paid 130 quid to a guy to do the artwork, and then you were like, oh, see when we re-release this, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> like, okay. Can you tell me, was the guy 130 quid better than mine? It was different. <laughs> Is he still your mate? You just don't want to say He's never been my mate. He's always been someone I've known on the internet. Right, okay. That's how weird the internet is. But he's worked for, like, big bands. Right. He's worked for Deftones. Def- I don't remember. He worked for Coca-Cola. He worked for, like, I've never heard that band. <laughs> Coca-Cola. <laughs> had a really good EP once. <laughs> but he's worked for lots of big bands. And, like, graphic design forever. Yeah, um, like, the, the he made the, the logos and stuff. And we used those yeah. for a real long time. We did. 
you know what I mean? Because we did have that. the T-shirt with that on it. Because yeah, because we, we did it. It's like was it like the four seasons? So each each we symbol represented a different season. A season. We put so much thought into our music. We back used, in the we day, we used to. We cared. We did. Well, we even cared like r- more recently as well with like monologue and like final scene. That wasn't recent, like... man. <laughs> that was three years ago. <laughs> when did when when the fuck right let let me just do this let 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 me just do this because we actually we we, wrote those songs years before we recorded them that's what i was going to say we actually released technically we released fuck let me find it one of them before we released it officially if you remember this no, we did. We released Final Scene on a benefit compilation for Struggle Town Records before we re-recorded it and released it with Creep. Fucking did we? Yes. Oh my god. That was probably so, a way better version of that song as well. <laughs> so that was released June 16th, 2016. Let me find it. Oh my god. God. 2016 it was five years ago is it not in here anymore did they take us out because it was so bad i'm sure we were on here oh there it is found it found it found it, found it. we're number 42 <laughs> it's a it's a big thing but yeah it was oh the... my god i can't believe that <coughs> god that was a thing it is definitely a better version by the way Because we recorded it, we recorded it with uh, Paul at forty-five. Yeah. Oh God! So we released final scene. So that means monologue at least was also written around that time. Well, I remember we were playing those songs long before we even recorded them. Yeah, and I mean, creep came after final scene and absolutely. monologue. Yeah, absolutely. creep was quite long after, and then for whatever reason, we just threw the three of those. <laughs> into one thing and then released it i don't know again didn't really put a lot of thought into it but see well, like i've seen the monologue i did though you put because a lot of thought I wrote into the it. lyrics the lyrics were, like, were some of the best lyrics i've ever written yeah because final scene is singing from the perspective of an actor mm-hmm. so it's like a concept of basically living the same life and not knowing what your purpose was so you wrote the same thing over and over again and you played the same part over and over again because yeah. you're just like stuck in a rut like I think that's the lyric in the, the chorus and then like at the end it's like a monologue for no one to hear my time has come there's nothing to fear or whatever it was <laughs> whatever it was. do you know the words corny ass shit I wrote. <laughs> but basically monologue part two was the monologue was the full monologue from the song final scene uh-huh. which was essentially a suicide note layers but my favorite thing about it is there was never a monologue part one no i was actually talking about this like yesterday or today like mm-hmm. i was like that's one of my favorite things i've ever done being like edgy here's part two mysterious not part one it's like the aquabats the first album return of the aquabats that they never had they will never be a part one never never will be a part never. one no that was cool I, I enjoyed that part of it i think it was it was it, it used to be fun to write stuff um, <laughs> but I, 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 I hold my hands up and say I've 
kind of fallen out of love with it quite a lot lately. Yeah. Um, writing lyrics at least. Um, I I just struggle with it. I think now. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing's really happened that I can talk about. You know. And then if I do try to talk about something, it seems like so like contrived and like forced. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, nah. Whatever. I'd rather yeah. just order a Big Mac than write these fucking lyrics. <laughs> I've been thinking about Big Macs all fucking day. Why? Because I really love Big Macs. Nah. Big Macs are dope. Nah. Count me out, man. Really? Yeah, I don't do a Big Mac. I've never liked a Big Mac. Big Mac for me is the pinnacle of burger. Every other kind of burger is trying to be a Big Mac. What? Tell me another burger. Tell I me made, another burger. I made one last night and it was so much more fire than a oh, Big really? Mac. Oh, really? I've never heard of that. <laughs> You ever heard of a Big Mac? Yes, you have. Of course I have. Exactly. Biggest burger in the world. Doesn't Best mean it's good. Yeah. Yeah. You you can die on that hill. I will die on that hill. And I'm quite happy about it. So I've done two things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> two things in my 20s, at least. Um, what else have I done, man? Like, <laughs> I don't know what you... Tell me. How the fuck am I supposed to know? What do you, what do you think? Like, again, doesn't need to be pure major just something that you're just like oh man i'm so fucking glad i did that or i'm so like never saw myself doing that and i did it or just something that you feel like you can actually be like proud of it doesn't need to be tangible like more recently like i went through pretty big transition in life Mm -hmm. you know like i went from being like part of a couple and being known as part of a couple to knowing myself as just me you know yeah. like you you even said it to someone the other day i think I it was ashley blanket last week mm-hmm. when you were like i'm going through that i don't give a fuck phase mm-hmm. which is very very true i am absolutely going through that i don't give a fuck phase um which is quite nice like bad to find it you know because i give a fuck yeah. i still give a fuck big time but i'm trying to give less fucks because i think that's a it feels like an easier way to live my life. I'm kind of tackling everything as it happens, rather than rather than letting it build up because I was good at that. And then just having like a big fucking sad blowout, ordering like a Big Mac every night of the week. Like, yeah. And now I don't do that. I just crave them every night of the week instead. <laughs> Honestly, it's just like about the bad. Like, see, cause I live around the corner from McDonald's now as well. I'm like, I, I could just walk. I could, I could walk to McDonald's. And back, sit on my sofa with the Big Mac before the kettle boils. <laughs> like, it's that close. <laughs> it's insane. I've not even been in. I've not been. I've had Why it we? delivered because I'm lazy. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> I paid three ninety nine delivery just so I could stay in the house. Just like I was hungover couch. both times. Like, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I tried to just not really care. I still okay. care. It's so, the human condition, and it? it's stuck with. But the transition, I think, is a lot more than just you trying to not care as much. No, because I, I, cha- I changed. I, I changed my life. Really. I think there is a that there's a part of you, mm-hmm. or a big part of you, that at least I see, that actually cares more, because you have now found yourself in a place where you actually care about your well-being 
and you care yeah, about yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. internally I'm more, a lot more than you ever did you are very guilty for caring about how people see you absolutely all the time but you were also very guilty of then not looking the other way around no of how do you look at yourself yeah because i didn't care i hated myself for a very long time and now i don't hate myself as much i still have days where i'm just like fuck this guy like (laughs) he is i used to have like I still do have like daily staring contests with myself like just in the middle when I'm starting my day I'm just like shut up <laughs> whatever you're gonna say has already annoyed me <laughs> you know I, I, that was who I was and like it used to be quite aggressive like in the mornings like there was a long time where I was just waking up looking in the mirror and going ugh you again yeah you know because didn't like that guy yeah yeah <laughs> but there was a mirror everywhere in my house so I was like oh god I'm just gonna have to look at this cunt and just deal with it. <laughs> just put up it. And like, obviously, there's mirrors in my house now, <laughs> but like, I walk by them and I go, "It's alright. It's not bad." Yeah, yeah. You know, I, the 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 conversations with myself in the mirror are not as intense anymore. Yeah. Because sometimes it was just like it used to be, just like get through the day and don't fuck this up. <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> you know, and if you fuck it up, it's on you. But now I'm just like. Right, is what it is. So, what was what was the what were the intense conversations actually about? Was it like, oh, like serious self-loathing, like about how much I actually did not like myself, and I'd just stand and I'd stare and I'd look at every little blemish and like, obviously I've got like this birthmark in my face. Uh Fucking stupid, you know, like. It's not something I actually care about is my birthmark. I've had it my entire life. Yeah. When I was at school, kids were mean because kids are mean. But, like, I was just... It was whatever. But, like, it, for like there was a long period where it just annoyed me. Uh-huh. Because it was, like, it was another thing. Yeah. You know, it was another mark off the perfection, like, list. I'm yeah. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll never be truly perfect because of this stupid thing. <laughs> and I, I was just, like, every little thing that I didn't like, I would just stare at it. I would just like point it out and make a real kind of effort to just not like it even more because <laughs> apparently that made things better you know like instead of like doing something about myself yeah i would just not and just hate myself you more. would just you would just go like further yeah I'd just deeper that inside fixed it but obviously that's not how life works no you know you've got to actually do things <laughs> yeah yeah i think like the, the there definitely needs to come a point where you i mean like i know I, I can come across as quite a confident person and and like not really give too much of a shit but like i i had to work on that for a long time oh, absolutely and and I, I know that about you you know like I know I always, like, make the same joke about, oh, like, you fucking show up wearing pink dungarees and, like, yeah. with a Converse or whatever and an orange hat, like... Yeah, yeah. And be like, you don't give a fuck, and I'm like... But you do, because you made that conscious choice to put all those things on. Yeah. You know, like, everyone's got a process, mm-hmm. and it's a very human thing. And I think for a long time, I didn't want to be human. I wanted to be better than that, mm-hmm. you know, like... um. <laughs> There's a Morrissey lyric, right? Oh. And, like, I know he's a bad cunt. He's but like, the worst. And it's not even the full lyric, because the full lyric is trash, and it makes me so angry. <laughs> but, like, there's the, he's got a song... So you're paraphrasing. He's got a song on 
world peace is none of my business. I'm none of your business, whatever it is. Uh, this, <laughs> this, this, the song's called I'm I, Not a Man. I hate it. The song's called I'm Not a Man. <laughs> and like the lyric is, I am not a man. I'm something much bigger and better than. Right. And I've always loved that lyric. The next lyric is, I'm not a man. I'm something much bigger and better than because I'd never harm or eat an animal. <laughs> like, and it just makes me annoyed. Or something to that, like, that, that, uh, that 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 idea but um but the idea of not being a man being something bigger and better than because you the, the song is kind of about being sensitive you right. know like and obviously that has like veganism and like activism with all that kind of stuff ties into his personality because it's always been part of his personality yeah so he's seen himself as a better ve- being because of all these things and Mm-hmm. You know, people who don't eat meat, they're not better than anyone, but they are making a conscious choice to try and make everything better in the world for mm-hmm. them and for other people and yeah. for animals, you know? Cool, whatever. But that lyric of, I'm not a man, I'm something much bigger and better than, always kind of stuck with me because it was like, I've had real moments where I've been like, God, I'm not a manly man, you know? Like, I don't, like, <laughs> out yesterday with a friend and... She had to buy light bulbs for the first time, like right. herself. Like, and she's never really known what to do. And I was like, I don't fucking know what kind of light bulbs I need. Like, no. I have no idea. Like, if I need to get a light bulb, I take the light bulb out and take that with me. Yeah, like, oh, fuck, what is it? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know, like, what wattage and shit to buy. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about like that. You know, like, yeah. if I ever like when I was doing stuff in the house, as much as I'm kind of handy, mm-hmm. my dad's better. Yeah. At all of these things. Like, and I'd phone him. Yeah. And he'd come around and he'd help. Like, yeah. It's just amazing and I appreciate it, you know. But, like, little things like that, I've never really been. I've never seen myself as, like, the archetypal man, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I, I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive. I'm very in touch with my feelings. I don't know. I'm not fucking six foot, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not big and burly and built it aside of a house like I've never really cared about that I'm not exactly the the laddiest of lads I've not really I'm not massively into football I'm into football yeah I love like I love watching the football I love getting like emotional about the football you love betting on the football I love betting on the football and that's a big reason why I enjoy football so much now is because I can gamble on it. And I do love gambling. Like, that's... I do. That's a manly thing, right? Is it? I have no idea. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Like I'm just guessing. Look, I started a podcast, my best pal, to talk shit about my feelings. You know, like... Historically, not a manly thing to do. Yeah. You know? I've never really been that, but I've always been okay with that. Yeah. Um, not that I've not seen myself better than a man but i've always seen myself as i am a male human being mm-hmm. but there's more to me than the like the dictionary definition of man i guess you yeah know, like which means nothing nowadays anyway because yeah the, or at least we're the, all fucking messed up you know like the version like, of man that we grew up around yeah the, the version of man that was like pushed us you know i've yeah. never been that kind of person so that lyric always really made me think that's okay. I'm 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 cool with what I, I am. You know? Um 
but yeah, I think I really struggled to look in the mirror and look at that and sometimes be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, nowadays I'm, I'm, I feel better about it because I've been doing things to make my life better. Going to the gym, mm-hmm. eating healthier, being again more open with my feelings and trying to communicate that rather than just bottling it up. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it's nice. Going to the gym's been good. I don't have wee hairdresser hands anymore. There's fucking calluses on those hands. <laughs> those hands are ready for hunting as well. Yeah, hunt. I'm gonna rip an animal apart with my bare hands <laughs> and say sorry to it and never do anything to it. You know, like I I've I I wrote a poem because that's me. Yeah, that's me there. A while ago. Yeah. and like it was Carnival like my hands. Like it's not finished, but like it's it's one that's in the it's in the drafts, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been meaning to like do it in a while. Never like my hands. I always wish they were bigger. I wanted to work a job that withered and cracked them. I wanted them to feel rough to the touch, like a real man's hands, I suppose. Not that I ever claimed to be a real man. I'm soft and gentle, just like my hands. <laughs> like, and it was just like a dumb, <laughs> dumb thing, you know. Like, yeah. But I've always been like that, you know, yeah. and like now. I'm, stupid as it is look at my hands and go alright we're getting there <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm starting to be that big burly character of a man yeah I'm not but at least to the outside I look like a cut down version of that because I'm fucking small fry but what it actually is is you're allowing yourself the time and the space to explore all of you rather than yeah. just the because everything that you've just said there great like that's obviously amazing that's like how the way you feel and how the way you will look at yourself as much as it can be tough some days there are days where you feel you do feel good about yourself Mm -hmm. and those are the days that we all fucking live for like i know i feel the same but like like you just said there i'm not the manly man that's not who i am Mm. are you then saying that to yourself are you then stopping yourself from doing the things that you would perceive as the manly man thing to do so you now going to the gym and getting the callous thing you're not changing an aspect of who you are you're just exploring that side of who you could be because like like we were having this conversation earlier on i obviously talked about something completely different but you said the words life isn't black and white no it is not black and white it doesn't matter you're never going to fit into a category because none of us fit into a category. No. And life is black and white. Is It's not black and white. Is something that I've touted for a while. Yeah. But it's it's a new discovery still, you know? Like, it's... Because life isn't black and white. You don't know what's going on. No. And I think that's... <clears throat> I think that's kind of... It, it, it's been something that's kept me where I need to be because I can just say that phrase and go, oh, well, I'm meant to be here. Yeah. You know, like, I'm meant to be at this this part of my life now. Mm-hmm. Because life isn't black and white. If I was, if it was, if it was a totally, like, laid out plan of, you're going to do this, 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 like, which a lot of people think it is. Mm-hmm. I think I'd beat myself up even more because I know I wasn't at that stage yep. and I wasn't at any of those stages. Like, yep. you know, like, I I moved out of my parents' house this year. Yeah. In my 28th year of being on this planet, mm-hmm. I know a lot of my friends, yourself included, who have mm-hmm. moved out 10 years by now. You mm-hmm. know? Like, and 
and that's fine because but life isn't black and white exactly so i stuck it around uh, i stayed in my mum and dad's house for as long as i could because in my mind it made more sense made because i knew i wanted to buy a place i knew that i wanted to you know save up some money as much as i had didn't really save up that money other yeah. than like to buy the house um but yeah life isn't black and white and i think that was the the, the w- when i started that having that mantra of it's fine like which i know you hate but it is fine because life isn't black and white mm-hmm. it's like where it has always been it's fine is what i used to say because i just had to get on through but like yeah i still say it's fine and i know it winds you up but it's fine in, because i know in regular con in the certain context that yeah but like n- n- now it now it makes more sense in my head mm-hmm. um it's fine because it's fine like th- there's no other way to to put it mm-hmm. things are going to happen things aren't going to happen but the things that i am proud of i've made happen mm-hmm. so that's number three right <laughs> keep myself on track kind of <laughs> um so four i was trying to think of one as i was going through all that Uh i just don't have one (laughs) i really don't like small time thing going to the gym for the first time ever very 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 recent going yeah going to a proper going to a proper gym commercial like actual people like People that know what they're doing, and I have no idea, but I'm just figuring it out. Yeah. And that is quite an important thing, and obviously ties into the last one, me looking after myself and yes. being a better version of the person I was. Yes. So that's quite cool. Yeah, that's quite a big step. It is a big step. Especially, like, because when you've went to the gym before, it has literally just been, like, essentially your back garden. <laughs> yeah, like, I went to my dad's work, had a wee gym in it. Yeah. He had the keys. I went in when it was closed. Yeah. Dynamite. <laughs> but I knew I was going to very quickly outgrow that place. Yeah. You know, and because it's, it is a community centre and everything, it's in, it's donated. Um, it's... It, the equipment's not the best. Yeah. It does the job yeah. for, like, what you're looking to do. Yeah. But there was no real chance for progression if I wanted just to maintain, the like, what I was doing. Aye dynamite you know but i don't i want to get stronger i want to be stronger i want to do more things so now i have to be at a place that they have actual things yeah (laughs) (laughs) so like actual equipment actual equipment that a massive company is paid for not donations yeah and you know what those donations are great absolutely they have done so much for that wee center yeah so that's cool so going to a commercial gym was a big thing it was a real mental block um five in my 20s god what have i done in my 20s i don't know man you've been there for most of them i've been there for all of them you've been there for all of my <laughs> 20s i can't think of the last thing like I, I really can't like i don't know i was creative i, I wrote a lot mm-hmm. as much as i did nothing with it still wrote a lot yeah there's, that's yeah like that's another big thing that i always like to pick apart is like shouldn't be doing things for 
going to putting them out and for other people no i know but you know, i've like always I, I wanted to release a book that was like the big thing that i wanted to do like, yeah maybe talking about it through lockdown last year so i wrote so much through like the first the first time around mm-hmm. so i wrote loads and i just wanted to i just wanted to put it out mm-hmm. because yeah that'd be a pretty cool thing just to look at an actual thing and be like i did that that's my work you know like i know you're saying like we don't need to put these things out but we've been a band for 10 years like the whole point of us being in a band was to be creative and put it out there yeah so for me the payoff of being creative is the is the validation and gratification that you get from putting it out there mm-hmm. so that's why i wanted to do it and i know you say you're picking it apart and don't want to like that's not why you do it but for me it is mm-hmm. because it's always part of the journey of being a better person like if it isn't received well why was it not received well what yeah. can i change what can i do like it's all about trying to grow as a person but also i might just put it out and people are like that's fucking dynamite and i'd be like i don't know <laughs> you'll get that that's and that's kind of what i want sometimes i just want to i want people to tell me i'm cool you know because we all do like you're cool as much thanks man as much as like i want other people to say it like yeah, you don't want it from me i know i know <laughs> not I you <laughs> I tell you too much. As much as I try my best to not care, we all care. Yeah. We'll never get away from that. Yeah. So I would like to I would like to put out a book. And that is something that I will do still. Because I've actually, I've written it all down now. And there's pages. Like 60 pages. Maybe that could be number five. That could be number five. Number five, I am most proud of the, the fact that I will bring out a book. <laughs> Perfect. Ideal. Rounded up. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, man. I hated it, but it was pretty good. You opened up. I don't like this. I feel like we have we haven't dug deep into your psyche in for weeks. Because you, you did joke that like you only started this podcast just to like break me down. Yeah. And like become my psychiatrist. Yeah. It's been a while since we did something like this, so I thought it was like it was nice to bring it back for an episode. Twenty eight episodes. This is episode 28, by the way. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that, to be fair. That is, yeah, that is probably I a good one. I didn't think we'd make it this far. Like, you say that I'm, every fucking episode. No, 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 I know, but I didn't think we would make it this far because Why? I know us. I know us. I know me more than I know you. Yeah. But I knew that, I, that there was always the possibility that we would just pie it. Yeah? Yeah. But I think we genuinely enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely. I think we've went over the hill of that part. I yeah. think that I think the bit of like us maybe packing it in was maybe like episode like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, and then well, you kind of before then even you kind like of maybe like eight, eight or nine. Do you get over the hill and you're a bit like? I think when we hit double figures, we were just like, okay, this is a thing now. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like this is like, and it's it is fun. Yeah, you know. And I don't know. I don't know why. I just thought we wouldn't do it. Like I know we can be lazy. What is that? But, but again, we have both tried really hard over the last year to not be lazy anymore. Yeah. So. And there's also the thing is like as much as I'm complaining about like oh I'm having to do a video and stuff, it's not a huge amount of effort. It no. doesn't cost us anything. No. We're literally like. Do you know, the other thing that we benefit from it is it's actually an opportunity for the two of us to just like hang out. Yeah. Because like here on a Thursday night drinking beers and exactly <laughs> like any other time we're hanging out is with like other people. Other people, yeah. So this is like the opportunity for us to just fucking hang out. 
can we talk about how drunk we got on Sunday night Jesus. after we did the podcast? <laughs> we were supposed. That to... was your fault. You brought the four locos. Yeah, but then I was going to Aldi, <laughs> and you said, "Let's go to the pub." You brought four locos into this home, and then you expected to not go to the pub afterwards. It was a good time. It was. I had a great we were only meant to be there for like an hour and we didn't leave till 10 o'clock. <laughs> I don't remember going home. Do you not? No. <laughs> I do because we lived around the corner. Yeah, you're fine. Did I walk home? I think so. You said you were going to go get food. And you went and got pakora. I did. I did. I went and got yeah. chicken pakora. I came home and Emma was watching TV and I ate it so loud. <laughs> drunk chewing. <laughs> I don't even remember enjoying my dinner. We got Chinese food. Yeah. And I just remember smashing it. <laughs> like, I had an actual piled up plate. And then we just... Woof. Yeah. And then we went straight to bed. Straight to bed. That was your downfall. Because you, you guys were fucking rough as fucking badges asses on Monday, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I got up at like... I got up at maybe like half past one two o'clock in the morning i was like oh my god i'm so dry <laughs> and like when i was like unwell during the week um i bought a bottle of i bought a bottle of lucas aids uh-huh. and I, I was like not well in bed napping and i put it up on like the shelf behind the bed and i woke up at that time and i just the fuck is it <laughs> i cracked it and i just gubbed it <laughs> It was like two in the morning. The last thing I need is a sugary drink with caffeine in it. I was like, oh, that did nothing. That did nothing. Yeah. And I stood up. And Shannon was like, baby, please. And I was like, I'm getting you a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> like, so aggressive for no reason. Like, bitch. And I was like, Not I knew now. Was, I knew as soon as she heard me moving, she was going to ask. Can you I'm get like, me water? I was like, I'm getting you. <laughs> Through Gretchen, didn't teeth. even have to finish your sentence. Like, don't fucking talk to me because we've been there before. Yeah, she woke me up in the middle of the night when we were hungover, or like we were drinking. She was like, "Can you get me a glass of water?" And I was like, "Use your feet." Why can't you get you a glass of water? Yeah, you were awake. <laughs> <laughs> you were awake, and I was sleeping, and you woke me up to get me to get you water. Logic, your brain, meat, make it happen. <laughs> but no. That was a good time, though. It was. Oh, I mean, the dog came to the pub and everything. That dog was a hit in that pub. Yeah, he always is. Because he's such a good fucking dog. He is. There's a big boy that works there. He's brilliant. And uh, when we walk in, he looks at us, and then he innocently looks at the girl. <laughs> like, he's just expecting the dog. He's expecting the dog <laughs> to be there. And the dog's always there, because the dog. Because it's the dog. Hates the pub. But... Does he? Ah, yes, he doesn't. Uh, He he didn't. He didn't sit down the entire time we were there. Too many loud noises. Too many people moving about. Yeah, it's just not his vibe. Just fair enough. It was only for a couple hours. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking know. I don't remember leaving. We were there quite a while. It was dark when we left, and it wasn't dark when we got there. (laughs) (laughs) Right, we do the the one and only segment. The one and only. The one and only. <laughs> uh, right, you're first you again. You know what? I might just leave that poem there. I quite like that, just ending 
just like my hands. Sometimes that needs to happen. Sometimes you need to read it out loud to other people. See, when you said it, yeah. it felt very full circle when you finished. Yeah. Because of the way it opens and then the way it closes. Yeah. And it exposes a lot about how you feel about oh, yourself. I like but that. Then it you know ties it back up. I'm going to move it into the book folder. Done. It's 87 poems in there. Oh, yeah, dude, just fucking print it, man. That's wild, eh? Right. So, the playlist. I went I went down memory lane today. Yarp. And it was good. It was a good time. Yeah, I think that was the kind of... I wasn't planning on doing that. No, but no. But then I looked at it and I was like, yo, that is a fucking good idea. Let's just go down and like revisit big high school bangers. Yeah. I mean, the first one is there. Franz Ferdinand. Do you want to? Banger. Mm-hmm. I remember that album coming out like just as I kind of started secondary school. Mm-hmm. And I used to love it. I'd listen to it most days i'm pretty sure i had it on cd it was ah it was huge yeah and they were like local boys yeah i feel like it was huge in scotland at least yeah i I reckon that we were pretty big in the uk as a whole right they were pretty big all over the world oh really i don't fucking france ferdinand yeah so i used to cut the hair of the drummer of france ferdinand paul he's a very nice human being it was actually his birthday yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> oh! I heard you talking shit. Yeah, we have the same birthday. That's pretty cool. Happy birthday, Paul. You don't come see me anymore. Son of a bitch. <laughs> nah, he's, he's a busy human being. That's fine. <laughs> he's in a band. Um, I remember when he first came into the shop, he looked a bit dishevelled. Right, okay. <laughs> and I didn't recognise him right, right away, right. you know. And he sat down in the chair, he had a shaved head, and I was like, so what are we doing? And he was like... Uh, I used to have really long hair. Right. But I just shaved it all off. And I was like, oh, when did you shave it off? He's like, oh, last night. <laughs> I was like, last night? He's like, yeah, I got back in from work and I just I just decided to to shave it all off. I thought, straight up, I thought he was a junkie. <laughs> None of the clothes he was wearing like fitted him or anything like that. He was like, like I say, he just looked fucking knackered right so <laughs> knackered and <laughs> um, and I was just trying to wait him I was like oh, so what is it you do for work man he was like oh, oh he, he, he said he said something about travelling and I was like oh cool when were you travelling like for work and he was like oh I just got back from Brazil last night I was like oh so you just got back from Brazil Brazil and shaved your head he's like yeah I used to have hair down to my shoulders and I just I, I couldn't be asked with it anymore so I just shaved it off and I was like oh so you're in South America and I think you're a junkie it's all making sense here. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, get a shipment. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, what are you doing? Uh, what are you, what are you do for work? He was like, oh, I play in a band. And I was like, ah, oh, playing a band? Playing in Brazil? It's pretty cool. What band you play in, man? He was like, I play Franz Ferdinand. And I was like, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but then I properly looked at him and I was like, no, you are. Because <laughs> he's got that big rose tattoo on his neck. It's right. Shirley in it. Right, okay. And like, I just uh, I recognise him instantly I was like no way so he he let me do the thing where you talk about the band for a while that's pretty and I was basically just being like I loved your band Uh when I was growing up yeah and he was like ah it's pretty cool to hear because most people just tell me that their dad liked the band and I was like (laughs) my dad did like the band my dad liked my dad really likes friends I also liked the band you know I thought it was really cool and he was such a nice guy he used to come in like Twice a week, sometimes. Right. Like, Fucking hell. 
Oh, he's minted, so it's I know, but for a haircut. Aye, who's a big... You don't even get your hair cut twice a week. I would if Richie would do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, Richie. Uh, he, yeah, he was really fucking nice. And it made me... Li- I went down like a real Franz Ferdinand hole after that for a long yeah. time because I was like, this is cool. It's like, like the opposite of the thing where they always say, like, never meet your heroes. Yeah, like he was actually nice because he was never really a hero. Like yeah. He was never somebody that I like properly looked up to. Yeah. He was just like someone I knew the music of for a long time. Yeah. It was... It was cool. He was cool. Um, but I, the next song is a out and out screamer. So good. Fluck by Block Party. I really, I was really umming and on with like what Block Party song I was going to put on because yeah. I really wanted to put a Block Party song on. Yeah. I wanted to put like like Eating Glass. Uh huh. Because it was on FIFA. It was on FIFA. It was a fucking oh. Seven something oh, like eight? that. Run about the time this album came out. So, <laughs> whenever that album came out, that one. But then I just remembered, like, this song for me was just so different from anything else that they'd done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it just really it struck a nerve, you know? Yeah, like I it just, resonated. Yeah, I just remembered that. Like, I think a block party. I think of this song. Mm-hmm. There's another song of theirs that I think of. I can't think. It's called... It was on, like, one of the newer albums, and it was not a good song <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. The Love Within. Right. Um, and it has, like, this, like, weird, like, synth thing going on. Uh-huh. But then, like, one of the notes, they, like, pitch shift it. Right. And it sounds minging. <laughs> it sounds so bad. It makes no sense. The... <laughs> The verse and the chorus to the song are stonking. So good. <laughs> and then it gets to this like one bit and I'm like What? <laughs> You'll need to listen to it later. It's fucking it's so weird, man. Right, okay. And I put the Racing Rats by editors. Everyone loves their first album. You know, the one with like Munich and all that on it. Yeah. But this album for me was amazing. Uh, End has a start. Like Racing Rats was like, well, I don't even think that's the album I know. What's the album I know? The next album after an end has a start is the album I know. And this late and on this evening, right? Okay, I well, really like that album. I didn't listen to anything other than the first two. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> like end has a start happened when I was in high school. Uh-huh. The girl that was seen at the time was like super into like indie bands, basically all of these bands but this music has carried me through my life yeah yeah, yeah. you know like i've just i've always kind of went back to like and just listened to all these old albums that i love like end yeah. of the start like it's nostalgia smokers outside the hospital doors is such a good song mm-hmm. and because they were really piano heavy i just thought they were really cool mm-hmm. i there was literally no other reason for it <laughs> than i just thought they were cool <laughs> I'm pretty sure the singer and the drummer from Razorlight, um, did a, like the the singer from Editors and the drummer from Razorlight did a Christmas album together oh, like a couple Jesus. of years ago. Of course they did. Which sounds like it could be hot trash, but I'm also kind of into it. <laughs> we'll just swap that out this Christmas. Yeah. Farewell to the Fairground by White Lies was a song that I feel like wasn't a massive. It, it, it 
had a moment in time and then dipped off and never no one ever spoke about White Lies ever again. I don't think I've ever even heard of White Lies. This song is huge. I remember it being played on every advert. I remember it being played on every music station all the time. They were just young, young boys at the time. I mean, it does have 27 million streams Yeah, on Spotify. The guy's voice is amazing. Really deep. Sings with like a like East Britishy kind of accent. It's great. I've probably heard it. You probably have. And then the last one is "All Right" by the Subways. I used to fancy the bass player from the Subways so much. Who didn't? I know. (laughs) And then my love affair with the Subways started up again during the Euros. Right. Because they were. I think it was for high sense tellies. Uh huh. It was like the. It was the, the. The music. Was it, they were, because they were sponsoring the Euros uh-huh. every time it went to an ad break it was the high sense advert uh-huh. and they had rock and roll queen play right, over the okay. top of it yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just like who the fuck sings this song <laughs> and it, it clicked one day and I was just like the fucking subway and I just went back and listened I remember All Right was an absolute bang Girls and Boys was another one that was so good oh I man remember, there was one song that I really fucking liked by them and I cannot remember what it is is they, it that one were, we don't need money? They were one of these bands that kind of had the big hits, but then when you really looked, sorry, they brought out a new single. No, just called Fight. Mm, I'm not gonna listen to that. <laughs> I don't want my I don't want my memory to be like ruined. Holiday <laughs> was another great song of theirs. I just remember. It, it, the first three bands that you see on their related artists oh, sums it up. Let me go. You've got Dirty Pretty Things, who was the cunt from the Libertines. What's his face? Carl. What's his chops? The other one that's not Pete Doherty. <laughs> You've got the Pigeon Detectives. Oh, Pigeon Detectives. I love Pigeon yeah. Detectives. We are scientists. <laughs> you know? But then you've got Hives, Hives, Maximal Park, The Vines. The Vines. The Vines, oh, though. Get my, free. Get free. Wow. I wanna get free. That was I on. Wanna... Speaking That's of VHSs, speaking of VHSs, I had a Kerrang VHS Kerrang that VHS. had that. It had a song by Silver Sun. It had a Slipknot music video on it. And I think it might have. Oh, what the fuck was that there was one other song on it was it fucking i'm not a per hoovastank was it hoovastank i think it was the reason (laughs) (laughs) i straight straight up banged through that vhs constantly wow anyway crying ain't shit anymore (laughs) no absolutely not but that was that was my little trip through memory lane and yeah. it was it was a great time yeah and you did that and then i decided oh, i'll do something similar as well <laughs> um so my first one was two steps twice by fools i still fucking love fools me too like even i was like going to put stuff. a full song on the playlist but i didn't i i thought <laughs> i was gonna do a thing no, it, it was because they were, again, were another one of these bands that were just 
there yeah at that time you say all these bands out loud and you start thinking of other bands and yeah. falls is that band that was always there yeah you know like balloons was going to be the song obviously <laughs> so good man Cassis, it was it was you know? tough for me to pick between balloons and the one i picked i picked two steps twice and it's just two step twice is it's not like the kind of traditional full song but there was something about, but because again it, that album wasn't like the foes that we now know and love. You yeah. Know? Because it was super... They played their guitars very high up. Very and high played up. very high notes. Yeah, it was all twiddly. Yes. And then they just decided, let's not do that. Yeah. And I think it's just the way the song builds up until like the kind of the big ending that they've got. Yeah. I just, ah, fucking, I really, really fucking like that song. And I remember seeing them. I went with like an, uh, a childhood friend um, he lived in Nielsen as well and me and him went to see them in the Barrowlands and like you know what my memory is like I'm not very good at remembering specifics of shows but I can remember like that show like vividly yeah because it was so powerful it was such a good show because they're just like even watching them like live on like fucking whenever they play festivals and stuff and they're on like BBC iPlay and shit they're playing Transmit next year are they really? aye they put on them such and Jimmy Eat World Hold up. And the strokes? Hold up. That is the lineup of when I went to Tea in the Park. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Tea in the Park in 2010. It was the same fucking lineup. I think we're going to get tickets. All we need to do is put Beyonce and Tom Jones on it, and it's the same fucking lineup. Don't think that'll happen. That was a hell of a weekend, by the way. Tea in the Park. Paolo and the Tini's playing. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. The next song. <laughs> okay. The next song I went for is just another one kind of in the same ilk. Uh, kind of like indie stuff because I wasn't a huge indie head but I really liked Bombay Bicycle Club mm-hmm. and this is one of the songs from their first album always like this Um, I don't know why there's just something about it I'm just like I fucking love this song I just think they were always kind of cool the, like the bass line that kicks in at the start it's fucking awesome it's so they good. were one of these bands that never really tried too hard. Yeah. I quite like that about them. Yeah. They seemed to be on every tour for a while. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. I've, I think I've seen them three times. I've never seen them. Each time has been with my dad. <laughs> my dad loves them. Absolutely loves them. We've seen them. I went to Edinburgh to see them. Nice. I've seen them. And then I think the other two times I've seen them was in the O2 Academy, which fucking sucked because the O2 Academy is the it's worst venue of all time. Tin can of a venue. <sighs> I remember I saw a Machine Head in there. Very different band from Bombay Bicycle Club. <laughs> but I remember I saw a Machine Head. Was that in the there. Machine Head and Trivium show? It was Machine Head, Hate Breeds, and someone else. I can't remember who else opened it. Mm-mm. But I just remember every time they played a guitar solo because it's so high pitched and tinny in there. Yeah. It just hurt. I also awesome. remember turning around and Jamie Jaster from Hatebreed was just like standing next to me. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> obviously wearing fucking shorts that are far too big for him. Oh yeah, like he was wearing like three quarter lengths, like Natch. long shorts, short lungs. Makes me mad. The yeah, one, um, the one that always makes me fucking furious is I saw every time I die in Auto Academy, and it fucking sucked. You know how much I love every time I die. Maylene sense of disaster. In flames and kill switch engage. No, it was a much shittier show than that. 
they Ooh. were supporting a day to remember <laughs> oh that'd be dope and you know it like back I hated then it. i hated it man i didn't remember a sec Don't no even go there no they are though no but no but no every time i've seen it i, I like I'm... it was like 15 years since that album like homesick came out or whatever fuck off 2009 no 12 years 13 years homesick i was drinking when that album came out that means nothing i would have only been 16 in 2009 would you i'm sure that's right oh that's fucking awful yeah 2009 ah they didn't remember fucking suck balls you suck balls ah don't fucking care for them anytime i've seen every time i die it's been in a venue i don't care for thankfully the next time i'm seeing them is in a venue that's cool because it's in fucking galvanizers yeah so that'd be sick because like i've only ever seen them in king tuts and the academy tell i've seen them in garage that was kind of cool i mean anyway (laughs) uh, and then i put on but it's better than you do by panic at the disco because i fucking love that song i remember learning i remember learning it on drums wow when i was a child so we had like our my mom and dad bought me a drum kit like a starter one and it was in my room for like a couple of weeks (laughs) 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 and then they put it in the garage because the garage had no like electricity it had no um what's the word for it like no way to stop rain getting in right no waterproofing <laughs> no waterproofing no insulation no either. soundproofing no nothing it was just it was like a shack with a garage door on the front so that's where it was but like because it flooded we didn't want the drum kit sitting on the ground so it sat on top of like wooden pallets <laughs> wooden pallets wooden pallets so i had to like sit my stool a certain way so like the feet would go <laughs> <laughs> so the imagine if you like too into a song like whoa <laughs> you fall down the cracks in the wooden pallet <laughs> that's amazing so i remember learning but it's better if you do by panic at the disco in my garage and then trying to show off to my cousin that i could play it but he had no idea what i was playing because he couldn't hear the music as I had it in my headphones playing the fucking drums and he's like I don't know what you're doing bro <laughs> that's funny god I wish I was a kid again uh, next one was okay time for plan B by Enish Kari we I mean we talked about Enish Kari a couple of was it two episodes ago when we were talking yeah. to Sam about it and I was just like I still like Enish Kari so I'm gonna go listen to them and I was just like this song fucking bangs dun 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 this means what? <laughs> I love that shit. It's so good. Just like swinging fucking limbs I around. I guess it was it was very of the time. Yeah, and the video was fucking dope. It was just them in like a like an old office. Pass. And then it was just people like throwing each other against walls and stuff, just like motion. <laughs> and I was like fucking 16, 15, 16 years old, wearing one of those fucking like jackets that you see the cunts from Skins wearing. It was like fucking right up to here and had so many patterns on it and shit. Do you remember the ones that was like, they were like, they looked like waterproof, but they definitely didn't keep you dry. No. They were like fucking <laughs> top man jackets, man. And they'd like, there was like a full fucking thing. It came up to like here and it had a hood. And they were always too fucking bright with too many shapes on them. 
and you would wear those in your fucking wristbands and your fucking like women's tight ass fucking blue like jeans fitted, that you got from like, Primark. A fitted New Year cap with like the straightest, flattest bill of all time. Either that, either that, or a fucking sweatband. You were, had, you, you were one of them. I had you? many sweatbands. Well, you used to be in a cool band, didn't you? So, who me? Yeah, you were in buildings amongst all things. No, I wasn't. I was never in buildings amongst all yes, things. Yes, you were. I joined buildings amongst all things as they became so you, the so shitty you were band. In... No, no, because they were in the transition into like the worst band that came from buildings amongst all things. People actually liked buildings amongst all things, and then it turned into people like dreams and empires. Who? <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> remember that tweet that was at the facebook post you sent me yeah. <laughs> from like fucking 12 years ago what was the dreams of empire's fucking, fucking rule <laughs> no fucking rule with two zeros instead of o's uh, instead of you because it's because that's how you spell it <laughs> um, and then my last one was abandoned ship by gallows because it just fueled my like it is a great my, song. F- my fake anger at the world as a 14 year old child to be like i hate from, the world from the burbs <laughs> exactly like i live i live in a very comfortable place i have nothing to be mad about i've only seen gallows once it was a yeah. slam dunk festival three years ago so it wasn't like frank frank no it was wade guy. mcneil it was wade mcneil and I love that version. Me too. Of Gallows. But they do need to change the name because it's not Gallows. It's a different band. Because they, they came out on stage and they opened with Misery. And nice. Wade McNeil put on a fake Cockney accent and I was like, Gonny, fucking no. Wadey, pal. Your mates with Matty Matheson. Yeah. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. I've met him, actually. I met Wade McNeil. Really? I went made I wet made made McNeil. <laughs> made McNeil. I met Wade McNeil, uh the sing the, the gro- grovelly guy from my, like some fire. What's his name again? George something? Fucking George. What's George Saint Pierre. <laughs> Can't remember his name. And, um what's the guy from fucking Cancer Bats called? Oh Liam Liam something. Aye, something Because they used to play in Black Lungs together. And they were playing in King Tut's, and me and my friends were like going to see them, and we were walking down Bath Street, nice to go to like I think they were playing the garage or something, mm. and we were just like, "That's a guy." Yo, <laughs> <laughs> got like pictures of them and stuff. Like I think I've still got like I've got like a signed ticket from them. Oh, I think I still have that somewhere. I think any band from Canada just did it right. Yeah, they were always very like. Pleasant and good. I like some fire. Great. Yeah. Cancer bats. Golden tanks might be like fucking one of the best songs ever written. I always liked uh, Lucifer's rocking chair. Yeah. It was like, why <laughs> have you written this song? And then their fucking cover of Beastie Boys. Yeah. Ah. Oh, really like fucking it. awesome. I like the song Dead Set on Living. Yeah. Because like Matty Masson uses it as Dead a theme, life. yeah, as the theme tune for that. And it took me ages to realise that it was a cancer bats, and then I was watching it, and in the background, so like the the the, the opening credits of Dead Set on Life is like, ah, his like funeral, funeral. yeah. But in the background, there's like a preacher, 
and it's Liam from the Cancer Bats. Oh, really? And then the rest of the Cancer Bats are there playing their instruments. <laughs> and like, like it took obviously. me so long to realise it was them. <laughs> but it's so uh, it's such a cool song. They're a cool band. They're a band I don't listen to all that much. Like, Hail Destroyer is the album I go back to all the time. Because I think it was the album that just resonated with me the most. Yeah, but I think that was like their big one. That was the one that kind of set, one. Them, set aye, them off, aye, wasn't aye. it? Aye. And I, the, yeah, Cancer Bats are cool as fuck. They're yeah, really cool. cool. Yeah, really cool. So we but, met them in a what was the song? We're talking about we're talking about Gallup Wade McNeil. I also saw I saw them play in the cat house. Cool. And they were playing with a band called Baby Godzilla, I want to say. I've heard that name before. Is it Baby Godzilla? They were it like a, a fucking name. they were like a hectic band and everyone fucking loved it because the, the guitarists and shit were like on the ground. Yeah. And it was just like, oh cool, when are gals coming out? I want to see Wade McNeil and I want to see the guy that writes fucking like soundtrack for horror films. Like that's what I'm here for. He's a boy. What's this like? And they played like, they like opened with that one. It's a perfect rendition, I'm sure. And I, I love that song. Chains is that what it's called? No. <laughs> oh, not that one. No. Um. But they're like. I wouldn't even call it an EP. You know that thing they brought out that had like four songs on it? Or oh, the EP they brought out with four songs on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've actually got the seven inch up there. But that was like the first thing they brought out with Wade McNeil on it. Yeah. And there's a song on it called True Colors and it's like 40 seconds long. And so cool. It's amazing. It just starts with like a snare hit and it just fucking goes into it and it's madness for 40 seconds because I, I love the desolation sounds mystic death that's the song I was trying to say okay <laughs> <laughs> I like the desolation sounds era of all that because it was weird very strange it was sexy yeah let's just say it how it is yeah because it was like bonfire season is that mm-hmm. the name of the song yeah that's a cool song. Yeah, is that the one where it's like doom, the weird doom, kind doom, of doom, 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 yeah. doom, 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 So cool. <laughs> and then you got Leviathan Rocks, mm-hmm. which is heavy as shit for yeah. no reason. <laughs> I was like, it, they, they, they just when when they started Gallows in that era, mm-hmm. they knew what they were doing. Yeah, I feel like before it was always let's make it chaotic let's mm-hmm. make it make it hectic mm-hmm. because that's what people want because frank can just go off yeah smash his head on a microphone bleed everywhere yeah and everyone will think it's cool yeah but i liked it i loved it thought it was great but it never really did all that much for me i think great britain's amazing yeah i have in the belly of shark somewhere on vinyl like oh seven really inch, yeah Wowza. um but if I'm going to stick on Gallows, I'm sticking on the Wade McNeil stuff, which is why I just wish they would change the name, make it a new band, and just do more of that stuff. Yeah. Because it worked. Like, what they were it doing did. worked, but nobody would back it because they're like, they either had a pre preconceived notion yep. of who the band were, exactly. or they're just a bit like, oh, well, it's just it's just Gallows. I never really liked them, so why would I like them now? Exactly. It's like, well, <laughs> very different now. <laughs> very different band. You'd enjoy them. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, what was that? Oh, shit. We've talked quite a lot. Well, um, next week we're going to do covers. That'll, yeah. That'll be fun. We're going to do our, like, we're going to pick five of our favourite covers. Yeah. Um, to put in the playlist. 
and I do have I have picked I know I said I've been reading too much and I've got too many in my brain I have picked one that I want to talk about next week so there will be a return of Dead End Conspiracies next week because I have one that I really want to talk about I'm really excited about this one I thought you were talking about a song you're really like excited about and I was like no ah cool <laughs> well I'm always excited about the song I already I have three already so nice look out they're coming <laughs> well uh do all the things that we always say. Um, follow, like, share, subscribe. Um, I'm not even going to say anything else. You know what to do. Cool. Bye. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.